Oh, intros. Oh. Oh no, I feel Hi. I'm I'm frozen. F- like from like your Elsa. Yes. Nice. No, I'm not gonna sing. I don't want to. Let it go. Do that. Let it go. Hi, this is Elsa. Welcome to our podcast. We're both Elsa. <laughs> we have both sides of Elsa. I'm the magic let it go one, and you're the anxiety hide in your tower after you oh, like, yes. screw your sister one. We're both sides of Elsa. I want to hide. And I want to let that it go. That would be my song. Yeah. yeah. I want to hide. I want to hide. <laughs> Don't look at me anymore. <laughs> You've literally just written my theme song. You're welcome. I did it. That'll be $200. Welcome to the Kryptonics Podcast, hosted by Flog and Circeanic. Music is by Kevin McLeod at acompetech.com. What are we talking about again? We are talking about something specific today. Abducted in plain sight. Yes. The Netflix... Nef- I, was it specifically a Netflix documentary? I think uh, it was. You know, I don't know. I should have brought up more information on this. Hold I on. Clicked I clicked the something up. wrong button. That's not the right <laughs> one. <laughs> Why did you click Something's that? wrong. I don't know if it's by Netflix. <laughs> uh, oh, produced by Top Not Fi- Top fucking Jesus... The film was produced by Top Knot Films, later released by Netflix in 2019. So. All I can envision is just one guy with a top knot, like one hipster with a top knot that just recorded the whole thing. Um, and we have a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah. Okay, if anyone is like listening to this that hasn't seen it, you might want to go watch it first. But also, if you don't, or. Ooh, more fun idea. Listen to our thoughts on it first so you can form a bias and hear funny thoughts about it. And then when you watch it, <laughs> then you'll be able to be like, oh, that's what that's what they were talking. Oh, my God. More fun way to watch it. Sometimes I sometimes. Fuck, I lost that sentence. Let's just keep going. OK, I almost wish I knew about it beforehand, because when I watched it, I had no idea what any of this was. Like, we're mm. Canadian. So like shit that happens in America like this, like we don't know. When I watched it the first time, I didn't know what to expect. And I went on so many roller coasters with this where every, every, every like 10 minutes, I'd be like, what, what? What? But if I had been able to like form an opinion first, then I could have been like in on it. It would have been like a sports event. <laughs> oh, that see that is a good way to put it, I think. Yeah. But like even us reading that recap article before this, we were doing the what thing where we every once in a while I would hear you go, "What the fuck?" or just like something <laughs> like that because we were like recapping it to ourselves. It's been a while since we've actually watched documentary so yeah um. so our memory is not gonna be a perfect represent which is why it's better because we can't we don't remember every specific detail because it, mm. it's been like i don't know it's been like nine months or something since we've watched this which means that there will still be mystery left alive to go watch mm. it later but you'll have our hilarious thoughts on it. This episode is for you to watch before you watch the netflix documentary <laughs> That's a special hook to this. If you haven't seen it yet, listen to this, our recollection of it. (laughs) Or if you have seen it, then just enjoy our rambling riffs on it. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> TLDR, religious family, parent, two daughters, meet this neighbor who they really, really like. His name is Mr. B. He gets really involved with the family, abducts their daughter. They know about it. They, like, love him, though, and trust him. Don't do anything about it. They get their daughter back for reasons. She gets abducted again by the same guy, and there's madness all surrounding it. There's my TLDR. <laughs> What's your first note that you have? <clears throat> they waited three days before reporting it. Three days, okay? He takes her. We're going right into the abduction. I'm, like, skipping past, like... I didn't take notes during his obsession and stuff like that because I think mm. that that, like, is a whole thing of its fucking self. But, mm-hmm. like, when he actually abducts her, they waited three days to report it. The mom gets, like, the FBI answering machine that's like, hey, we don't work weekends, call us again on Monday. Or, if it's an emergency, call this number. I, I would think abducting a child, your child, is an emergency. But she waited out the weekend. So it took her five days to report the first abduction. What? And, like, rewatching parts of the documentary, like, a little bit before we did this, you really just get the sense that these people, it's like they don't know how to deal with the world, almost. Like, I have no idea. It's like they rely on the other people around them. Yeah. For them to form their opinions and everything. And if they can't Sheeple. get that, then... I guess so, yeah. Is the original nice? Sheepo. Sheepo? Sheepo. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's like the, the Peepo emo, but if he was a sheep, it's Sheepo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It kind of makes sense. Like, they were in a super rural community, and they were raised very religious in the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, and I think they bring it up at some point, too, that the religious aspect of it was very much you trusted the people, and especially the people who went to church with you and things like that, right? Like, mm. it, it, it was almost like it couldn't even be a possibility that he could have done something wrong at that point to them. But that said, the church also punished him for inappropriate actions with another, like, young girl, underage girl. Mm -hmm. I I think we're also, too, forgetting that this wasn't just a regular dude who was preying on a kid. This was, like, a a dude who knew how to use people. And he knew how to target people that would be more easily used. Yeah, anyways, I'm going to go down a whole rabbit hole if you you let me just keep talking about that. (laughs) The five days, I can kind of get in the sense that they were like, oh, he couldn't have done anything. He's a nice church man. We love him. He does all these things with our family. And, like, I think by that point, he had, like, done construction in their house and... I think he was already, like, sleeping in bed with her. I can't remember if that was just part of what was his supposed therapy that he was doing, like, afterwards, or if that was something he was doing beforehand. Her and her sister were sleeping in the same room together. So he was like, oh, wouldn't it be, like, you guys are getting older, wouldn't it be nice to have your own rooms? And then, like, convince the parents to let him build a wall in that room to have it be her own room. So he, like, separated the sisters and made its own room. Right, right, right. Oh, every time I remember something about this. Okay, (laughs) He was, like, premeditating shit hard. So that, like, gave him a reason to be around the house a lot more because he was doing that construction and shit. And Mm -hmm. then he was, like, 
sleeping in the bed with her and her parents fucking knew like they were like oh yeah that's fine you must you yeah go sleep with our daughter that's normal it just gives me like heebie-jeebies well and here's the thing like i just um had taken a quick glimpse through my notes and i'm seeing a note that is reminding me about this dude's brother these i think oh yep it's like his brother also knew that he was a predator essentially and never because like, I, he I was still, doing stuff to their sister the documentary it never seemed to make it clear if he told people about it or if he just kept the secret this whole time from like, what i understand did he, he just didn't talk anyone? about it yeah like that seems that seems like you, you're also not a great person like no I, his brother, <laughs> and his brother know. validated it the whole time throughout the entire oh. documentary he's like yeah that was my brother that's fine. Listen, yeah, it's just my brother. Right. Who cares? Like, uh-huh. he didn't fucking care at all. Before all of this, they have, like, a half-sister or something, and he was, like, messing around with her, too. Uh, and the brother I knew don't... that and was like, yeah, they mess around. But they were like, you know, only half-related. It's like, that's still that's still half-related. Do you have any other good notes? I, we don't really have to go chronologically because we've been kind of jumping all over the place, but... So, let's look at all the fucking predatory fucking behavior shit he did. So... Before he even abducts her, he is getting to know the family, warming up the family. He was, like, fluffing Mm, the family. mm -hmm. After he fluffs the family, he, like, convinces them to let him build this wall. Starts sleeping with her in her bed, like, physically sleeping. But there was times when she'd wake up with, like, her underwear off. Ew, yuck. He took pictures of her, and, like, in the documentary, it, like, shows the pictures. It'll be pictures of her with, like, her leg, like, kind of up into the side so you can see her underwear or her, like, kind of spreading her legs. And I'm like, what the fuck? I have a note about that. I said, wow, didn't need to see those pics of a kid like that. Yeah! Dude. Why would you include those? In, we don't need to see. I felt these like pictures. I was going to go to jail That's for looking literally, at the documentary. Yes. That's literally like. I uh, felt yucky. Uh, I like wanted to take twelve showers after. It like, is yucky. Those. Like those were not taken. The only way that it's okay for those to be shown is if. Jan herself agreed or wanted to have them shown in the documentary because they are pictures of her. So I guess you could say she, she had, has, like, she could give consent. Yes, I still feel icky because like, those pictures I were still so taken icky. under a certain context, and mm-hmm. that I can't separate that from the picture. You know, so At just all. <sighs> yeah. So I made a note of that, being like, why would you even show that in the documentary? It just Dude. is yucky, yucky, yeah. and yeah. like. It, she's fully clothed. She's not wearing skimpy clothing either. It was clothing, like, of that time. Mm-hmm. A frilly, like, nightgown. You know, too fucking wide for your body. Way fucking bigger than you. With, like, big fucking cap sleeves and shit. So it's not mm-hmm. like it was, like, she was wearing revealing clothing. It wasn't that. It wasn't how she was dressed. It wasn't that she was making lewd faces. She had, like, a kiddish smile in all mm-hmm. of the pictures. But that's what makes it worse. Yeah. She looked like a kid. She just had, like, a happy kid smile, but then was angled to show, yep. I don't know, hips or underwear. Yucky! Yep. Yucky. Yucky. So then he finally abducts her, right? He's fluffed the parents enough. 
oh, I'm going to go out to fucking a, a farm or some shit. Can I take her with me? And they're like, yeah, go, whatever. Live your best life. Take our daughter wherever you want. Oh, my God, we love you. We trust you so much. We trust you. Take her, do whatever you want with her. It's fine. We already let you do whatever you want with her. So just do it somewhere else now. Yeah. And so he takes her, gives her supposedly her allergy medicine, which she fell asleep immediately and doesn't remember any of the drive. What allergy medicine does that? Because I need to start taking it every single night. (laughs) I think there is a point where Jan herself talks about, I don't know if it's in the documentary, but I uh, read in the the recap article we read, Mm -hmm. that a lot of the time that she spent with B, I think he was slipping her sleeping pills and shit like that. So that she yeah, would just be out of it. This man knew what he was doing, right? There's no oh, way. Oh, yeah, 100%. Another thing about the documentary itself that just seemed so strange to me was the way that they portrayed the relationship that Jan and B had, I guess, as being. It's almost like they gave it this romance twist. They romanticized the it, yeah. But, like, even then, they had a very romanticized relationship. No, and I agree that it should be part of the documentary because I think it's important to know that you can feel those real things even when you're being taken advantage of, right? Like, that's yeah. still a very real part of her experience, even though it was a horrific experience. Yeah. Um, I just, the documentary just made it seem, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it just made it seem No, it definitely way seemed more, very romanticized. It, yeah. Like, dramatized, though. Like, uh, a dramatized romance. It kind of felt soapy rather than informative. And I think, like, everything with the parents, like, bleeds into that. So, oh boy, we gonna get to that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh my god. Yeah, go off. So he abducts her, right? He takes her. Slips her those pills. She doesn't remember the drive or whatever, but they end up fucking somewhere. I don't remember where they go. <laughs> Mom doesn't call in until, like, three days. She calls the FBI three days later. And in those three days, they're like, no, we can trust him. Everything that you and I talked about, that they're, like, religion, they're growing up and the fucking times. Like, no, we trust him. He couldn't possibly be doing anything bad. Waits three days, calls the FBI. FBI's like, hey, we're not home right now. Call this on Monday. We're not home right now. (laughs) Or, we're not home right now. (laughs) (laughs) Call this number if it's a, like, for real emergency. Yeah. And she goes, no, I don't, I don't want to worry anyone because calling the FBI would somehow alert the fucking world. I'll wait out the weekend. It's fine. If he doesn't call back on Sunday, then we'll call the FBI. Oh, So finally on Monday, they call him. And I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> Five <laughs> days? Your child is gone? They just said they were going to the barn. You think they're fucking like, oh my god, these haystacks are so comfortable. I'm just gonna nap here for five days. Like, Woo. what do you think is happening? I love hay so much. It's so comfortable I love getting hay right into my so skin. Much. Oh I roll my around god. in it all day. For five days, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she was 12, by the way, during all of this. 12 years old. Like, next year she'd be a teen. She's not even a teen yet. So, Mm -hmm. in my mind, she's a toddler. Like, if you don't have teen in your age, you're a toddler. You need to be, like, under 24-7 surveillance. Like, I don't know. Like, that's how... I'm not a parent, clearly, but that's how my brain works. And even as a teen, I'm like, great. So, you get, like, 20 
hours seven days a week now instead of 24 7 you get four hours of free time a day that this is what true crime is turning you into yes <laughs> yes it is true Everyone. crime is turning me into a overly cautious parent of nothing if my child is out of my sight they could be taken by a predator yeah any point okay we're not going down here because then i'm gonna start getting into this line of thinking and then it's gonna be really bad (laughs) (laughs) so here's where things get wild during this time that she's kidnapped i think she's in a trailer somewhere with him he's playing her tapes i think he would like drug her first and then as she's in like this drug-induced sleep there's these recordings playing convincing her that she's part alien this is just like the extra fucked up part because especially if you are on drugs like that shit changes your brain you know Mm -hmm. like you're not and you have no control over it you just and if you don't know what's happening you just have to accept that it's reality plus 12 her yeah. brain's oh, yeah. developed, dog. <laughs> that, like, that she too. has, like, too, yeah. she has, like, a quarter of a brain, if that. So, yeah, he was, like, drugging her, keeping her, like, in and out of sleep and shit, and, like, playing her these alien recordings, which means he put time into this, right? Mm-hmm. So, theoretically, diabolical genius. He has to, like, make the plan, formulate the plan, okay? Step one convince her parents to love me step two get the cuddles on step three isolation step Mm -hmm. four uh, abduction step five play alien recordings and convince her that she needs to have a child with me before she's 16 step eight (laughs) (laughs) you know obvious next step in the plan Yeah, like, where the fuck does that come in? So that's new. There's been a lot of abductings of kids over the years, which is terrifying and creepy, and I don't know how I could exist in this world with a child. He recorded himself to convince her and, like, put these fucking audio manipulations to the tapes to, like, make them sound fucking alien-y and shit. And, yeah, it was convincing her that she was, like, part alien, that he's an alien, the brace is dying out, they have to help repopulate it or some shit, and that she had to have a child with him before she turned 16. So he wanted to smash enough that she could get pregnant and make her have his baby. I'm presuming before they left that trailer is what his plan was, you know? That's what I'm assuming, but, like, yuck. Yeah. Even, why 16? Even 16 is too young. Even 17 is too, like, don't, don't have sex until you're, like, 25. (laughs) (laughs) That's when it's safe. Everyone under 25 is a sweet baby that needs to be protected. (laughs) (laughs) Our world, our harsh, terrible, miserable world. (laughs) Terrible, terrible world. (laughs) I've lost track of where my notes... I've, every time, like, you are, bring something up, I frantically look through my notes to see if I have something that relates to it. But <laughs> my notes are, like... I didn't even... I don't even know if I actually did a good job, because some of my notes... <laughs> where is this... Okay, I just have one note that's no context. It just says, this is going to make me suspicious of everybody. Did I... <laughs> did I mean that about... Like, what part did, was I watching? Did I just mean that about the general movie? Or, like... <laughs> Just yes to all of those. That's just my notes. And a lot of, like, 
I can't figure out what this movie is actually about. Like, I can't figure out the main point. If the point is just to be, oh my god, watch this spectacle. Or if the point is, like, about a lot of, like, the religious stuff. That's the other thing I can't figure about this So, I mean, if we're talking about notes, keep in mind, my notes have two lines. One that says, daddy did more than a hand job. (laughs) And the second note that said, dad was gay. So, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my notes are just as like uncontextual while having context i i was just gonna say i don't know what you mean those notes add perfect context <laughs> to this entire movie so abducts her convinces her she's part alien and needs to have his baby through all of this she's like falling in love with him well what she thinks is falling in love with him they go to mexico and they get married but then they want to come back because they don't want to live in Mexico. After they've gone and gotten married. So, like, this man, yuck. They decide they want to come back. But they can't come back because you have to have permission from the parental guardians at that age to be able to marry them. He contacts his brother, B contacts his brother, and asks his brother to convince the parents to approve his marriage to their daughter. After the fact, after he's already married her, he asks his brother, hey bro, you think you can convince my wife's, you know, ball and chain over there to approve our marriage so that I can come back to America? And like, this is the the other thing is like, why didn't the brother then just like, oh my god, my brother has married a 12 year old, I should probably contact an authority figure about this because marrying a 12 year old is not a normal thing that you should do. But it's okay because this is the one point in this adventure in which the parents did the right thing. (laughs) Surprise, mommy and daddy said no. Fucking twist. You don't expect that. Based off of everything else they had let slip, I would have thought marriage would be like a fucking celebration. But like, based, Yeah, based on the way that they already saw this dude, you would think that they would be like, oh, nice guy. Like, Yeah, nice church boy. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I think there was like phone calls between them where like he started calling them directly or something. It was like, yo, please let me smash. And then they did the next smart thing and they got the FBI to trace the calls. Go parents. They did the good thing. They did the right thing twice. Exactly twice. That's about where it ends. Yeah, I was gonna say, doesn't that never happen ever again throughout the rest of this? Yep. So FBI (laughs) finds them, surprise, brings them back, gets the marriage annulled. She's no longer his wife or whatever, right? Fucking hella fucking Luya. And gets back to her parents. They try to, like, sentence him to jail. You know, very clearly a pedophile. Very clearly fucking monster. Like, yeet him into prison. Whatever. We read this in the summary, but it's so fucking true. The FBI agent seems to be the only person that actually cared about Jan's safety than anyone else. Yep. Like, the whole time trying to convince the parents to do the right thing. And they're like, like, nah. Yeah. So FBI brings him back. Is trying to sentence him to jail. They try to get the parents to sign an affidavit that, you know, they didn't approve of him marrying their daughter, they didn't approve of the relationship, that he had kidnapped her and stuff like that. (sighs) This is where things get just fucking insane. This is where, like, the roller coaster really, like, fucking skyrocketed. (laughs) So the FBI just wanted them to sign affidavits to, like, just get the guy in jail. That's it. Like, he's already caught. He's already being sentenced. Their daughter's back. This could be done. This could be over. Mm -hmm. They they don't sign them. 
or they signed them saying that he didn't do it or something like that. It was like the opposite. Yeah, he it was the he, bad side. I think he specifically convinces them not to sign it somehow. Hold on. Oh, I I'll can... tell you how. Do you remember those two lines from my notes? Oh, right. Daddy did more than a hand job, and dad was gay? He blackmailed them through relationships with them. See, this is why this dude is, like, the scariest 500 thing ever. IQ predator? Yeah. Like, he literally set everything up. He knew exactly where to worm his way in and exactly what to tell these people so that they would trust him, so that they would just go along with whatever he was doing because nah he seems like a nice guy and we're we're a ho-hum family like like it's just so terrifying i guess before he kidnapped jan he had been hanging out with the dad spending time as like men together we like church and we like our family men of that time i think that's what men were saying right um yeah they would just walk out of their house and go yeah that sounds men men yeah literally (laughs) that's how i imagine it to me they're spending a lot of time together like going on drives and stuff and apparently on a couple of those drives, just two bros chilling in a car together or chilling in a truck together, having a bro day, hanging out. The dad just gives him a hand job maybe a couple times. or Just between bros. Just, yeah, a casual bro hand job. Which, that's totally fine if you want to yeah. have bro hand jobs. If you, just, listen, you know, you wanna have, don't yeah. let that person then use that bro hand job to manipulate you into not signing the proof that would put him away for kidnapping your daughter. That's all. Another option, if someone is, you know, grooming your daughter, you probably shouldn't jerk him off. <laughs> Wait, maybe that was his plan. Maybe he's like, if I jerk this guy off, maybe he won't want to sleep with my daughter later. Oh, that's a interesting, but also still <laughs> super creepy angle to it. <laughs> See, but here's the thing. Some people just can't see things it's like when i'm talking about horror movies and we're talking about dumb decisions that people make in horror movies Mm -hmm. if you're that character in the horror movie you don't know you're in a horror movie so going into that haunted building or going into that place where you feasibly might be able to be skeptical about the stories that people are saying about that place right like there's a there's a disconnect between what that character knows and what the audience knows and the character sure. know, doesn't know they're in a horror movie, but the audience does. And it's kind of the same with this family. The family didn't know that they were in this horror movie, literally in this horror movie, because of this person. The person knows. And now, of course, we as the audience know. But it's like, when you're in that situation, sometimes you're just dismissing all the red flags because you're like, nah, I couldn't, I couldn't be in this situation. Like, it's just too, that's just not what's happening. Do you know what horror movies did to me? bad things <laughs> i'll show you on the doll um <laughs> but like i lock the door every time i shower because of horror movies uh, dude i've been there i have been there every I, shower i lock the door i um until i moved in with my husband could not like i had to have something playing on my phone or like a movie playing or some sort of light source like i can't basically this is a roundabout way of saying i'm afraid of the dark because i can't i just can't be in honestly it. same low-key <laughs> like no cap i have a fear of the dark and but also i can't sleep if there's too much light so like i also like it dark so basically i like to sleep in fear 
No, this is exactly my problem that was solved when I moved in with Riley. Because now I have a protector who is beside me, so the dark is less scary, yes. you know? Yes. It's, it's less scary. It would be the same, I guess, if you also had an animal. I would also feel safer with an animal than just being by myself. I feel but. personally attacked in all of this because I am both single and my cat doesn't sleep with me at night. He usually oh. cuddles with me in the morning. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... So fucking Pepe hands right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel Pepe hands. Anyways, that was a bit of a tangent. I can't remember where we left off. I legitimately can't remember. Oh, hand job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. I don't think so... I wrote down anything specifically about the hand job. I think I have a note. Yo, I could not let that go. I have a note that says, holy shit, he's gonna seduce the mom, and then in all capitals, and the dad. But I don't know if I have anything about else about... I probably wrote that, holy shit, he's gonna seduce the mom first, and then when it got to the part about the dad, because they do separate those parts. The way that they introduce information in this is very much... It's comedic! Straight up. Yeah, like it's not a documentary. It's like it's a plot that's happening. It's really weird. Yeah. Even the alien shit doesn't come up until like late into the documentary. The dad was getting blackmailed. They're like, we will release that information. We will tell people that you've been given out handies. So it just, nothing happens. So the dad decides not to. I think it was at this point that the mom started to have a relationship with him. She was, like, super into him. When she talks about him in the movie, I'm like, boy, this lady loves him. He seduces her, gets in a relationship with the mom for eight months, and during those eight months, still was also going on, like, dates with Jan. And the mom knew about it and was like, yeah, that's chill. For eight months, he was smashing mom and would go, okay, good night. I'm gonna go to bed with my wife now and go and lay down with her daughter <laughs> and it's and then like presumably do stuff with and her. like i i it just seems like he knew that because of what he was doing with the mom and how much of a of a sin it is to to have an yeah, affair like he probably knew that she wouldn't say anything about the affair and that because of that she probably also wouldn't say anything else about what he was doing because it could eventually come around to her being exposed you know well that and she like loved him like she didn't want him to go to jail yeah that's true she she was like in love with him because she would have to stop seeing him with those two things happening they end up like saying no he didn't he didn't kidnap our daughter like he chill we're chill with him it's all fine The investigators managed to only get him in for, like, a little bit. He ends up on, like, good behavior and a reduced sentence and blah, blah, blah. He ended up only spending 10 days in jail. Because, you know, that totally makes sense. The severity of what he did, that totally makes sense. What? Well, and this is after he's already been to jail. Because these are things that they don't talk about in these communities, you don't know what someone has done before they get into the church right like or not into this church at least but there were other incidents there's other girls remember i can't remember there were six other girls that came forward yeah and he was uh subjected with he got one charge of rape i think but of course like i know that the brother knew about this but i don't remember if the family jan's family or anyone ever ended up hearing about that you know like because 
people are so tight-lipped sometimes and just brush it under the rug and don't talk about it like yeah, if you I don't talk know. about if if you don't talk about those things how do you know when you are letting someone like that into your circle anyway so that's all I was going with it it's like that. the if i can't see you you can't see me thing yeah exactly we can both be bad people because we'll just not talk about it and then it's totally fine yeah i didn't see it it's fine oh also i don't even know if we've mentioned yet i just read it in one of my notes um this dude has a kid has a wife and, and kids of his own wait does he does yeah he does he has a wife How and kids of his own um like well before before anything yeah i don't remember if eventually the wife leaves him or something like that but i remember a little bit of the documentary that i rewatched before we did this talked about how the whole reason that the dad started having like sexual relations with him is because he was not having good relations with his own wife is apparently the excuse that he gave to the dad and yeah. so that's why he was like, look, I just need release, please. I just, like, can you help me out? And that's how it all started. And so he had his own family. Like, I mean, when your homie begs you, dude, like, what are you supposed <laughs> to do? <laughs> I mean, like, well, I mean, you could, you, you, you could be like, yo, homie, that's not my jam. Yo, but homie, not, I not don't this typically homie. do this. I, I should look up what else was going on with his own family during all of this, because I feel like they're never really mentioned yeah. Like, obviously, they're not mentioned enough to the point that we forget that they even exist, right? 100%. Definitely forgot they existed. He moves to Wyoming or something. So he, like, gets out of jail, moves to Wyoming, and then opens a family fun center. On brand? Guy got so on fucking brand. <laughs> so on brand. What a fucking career move, dude. Yeah. What? And then he calls them and tries to convince them to let Jan come stay with him for the summer and work for him. And the dad said, no, like, no. Another one of the key only times that there's good parenting. He said, no, absolutely not. And the wife said, "Mm, come on. I mean, it's B. And the dad goes, okay. And then they let her go. I mean, this goes back to what you were saying about the mom like being in love with him right maybe she was just too far gone or something i don't understand why you would ever even if you were in love with someone you would side with that person over your child like the safety of your child it doesn't make any sense she was banging the dude and knew like knew that he was at least interested enough in her daughter to i don't know marry her but she still did it anyway she still continued to like smash continue to like cheat on her husband whatnot they're like yeah okay you can go stay with him for the summer yeah she didn't fucking come back after the summer dog what are you talking about they just disappeared Wow, it's almost like history repeats itself when you don't learn from it. It's probably fine now. There's probably no problem. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It wasn't fucking fine. They disappeared. They somehow got caught. But when she came back, she was emotionless and angry and, like, bitter all the time. He was sending her, like, love letters still and stuff. And she just wanted to be with him and kept being vocal about how she wanted to be with him. This might have been prior to the second kidnapping. Her attitude change was a, a related to all of that alien stuff because she was getting older and like in her mind it was something she had to do to I don't remember if it was just to save her family or to save other people but like it wasn't happening and her parents were impeding her from that you know yeah on top of also probably being 
very emotionally fucked from everything she was going through. Like, <laughs> there's, like, probably six million things compiling there. I think it had something to do with that and, like, her feeling like she had this thing that she needed to do and her parents were not letting her do it. And it Yeah, was, the whole yeah. alien, like, fucking, yeah. I gotta make my baby, like. Well, and wasn't she, like, getting threats, too, in those messages or whatever? Wasn't it saying, like, if you don't have a baby before 16, like, your family's gonna die? All yeah, the that's, that's what I'm saying. Gonna die. Yeah. She thought she had to do it to save people for yeah. some reason. And, and she was specifically told that. And so it, it just makes it more frustrating for her when her parents don't let her do something that she thinks she needs to do for them, you know? It was like layers and layers of shit piled on top of each other for things to work out the way they did, kind of. And this is where things, like, start to turn around. She gets back. She's, like, having a rough time. I think she, like, ends up, like, seeing therapy or... I don't I don't know. They were able to fight to get him in jail. But when he was caught, instead of going to jail, he overdosed on his heart medication so that he would die. So he didn't have to go to jail. So the, the second time she gets abducted, I, I'm just skimming through the article and reading the part where he gets her to phone her parents, too, I think. And, oh, like, yeah. they're talking to her, and then he tries to enroll her in a school, and I think that's how he gets caught. Oh, it was, that's it. They found her because he, like, had made a call to the family on a, on a payphone or something, and they traced it and found it at a, a payphone close to the trailer, and then they found her in a nearby Catholic school under a different name. Yeah. Same yeah. first name, different last name. Yeah. And he was posing as her father. Yeah. And then that's when she came back and was all, like, emotionally weird and kind of not there and distant. Yeah. Well, and when she came back and, like, is healing from all this stuff, then she gets to find out her mom was wrote a fucking book and monetized the abductions and shit. Yeah, that was so... Uh, her And her mom in the documentary, like, I have to give her credit at the end there, she seemed like she was probably never going, or she says in the documentary that she's never going to forgive herself, and all of this stuff, like, just all of this stuff on top of each other. You have to, you have to think she either has to be just really naive and gullible, which I think she is, or... Here's the thing. I'd probably be able to let some of that stuff go. Maybe as, like, really naive, really stuff, like, really, like, not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Except that the mom was a social worker for youth. That was her job. That's scary. That's so scary. Her mom's scary. job was a social worker for the same demographic as her daughter. And she's, like, letting... She know, she has to know predatory behavior from being a social worker. She has to know better. And she still let it happen. And I don't think it says it in the documentary. I think they left that out of the documentary. Like, I think they specifically left that out. Because I found out because people found her Facebook page. And people started to, like, they looked up her name and stuff. And they were able to find, like, her credentials and shit. And so it's, like, pretty publicly, like, known on the internet that she's a social worker for youth. I definitely don't remember that being in the documentary, documentary, but I can definitely see it could have been something that they briefly mentioned offhand. It's like, a, oh, this is a not important detail. You don't need to focus on it, you know? Yeah, um, well, like, she has been trained. She should know better. Like, one thing that irked me was that when the dad, the dad and the mom did eventually, like, divorce from, I don't know, both cheating on each other with the same man 
the same man as each other and the same man who was actively pursuing their daughter very publicly like mm-hmm. continually asking them if he could marry her and like wanting to marry her like I, I don't think you can get more obvious than that and they're still like nah we also want relationships with you it's fine you could be our family pet he was the family pet see I don't know what to say because I, I want to say that it just is like completely 100% only selfish like oh, you, 100% you like the way the things are set up and if you do anything about it, then they might change. And even though, like, you also don't want to admit to yourself that things are way worse than they are. So it's like the perfect mix of, well, it's all right for me. So let's just leave it for now. You know? It, well, it's kind of like a fuck it situation. Like, yeah, yeah. Eh, fuck it. You're banging my daughter and very clearly want to marry her. But like, I don't want to cause a scene and lose yep. my status. And yep. ah, fuck it. In the worst possible way. This is like... This All of it's just like, fuck it. This is essentially how weird cult shit starts, though, you know? Like... Is with, eh, fuck the, it. The, the, well, no, the, the, in, kind of, well, maybe, yeah. The infallible guy who's always kind of nice to you and, and nothing could ever go wrong and you, you trust him even though you, sh- he literally tells you that he wants to marry your 12-year-old daughter and all yeah. of that weird stuff, right? And then all of a sudden you're in Mexico and your daughter's married and, I mean, this didn't quite go down the cult route, but, you know, these, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Also, we God haven't even- a whole ass other country. We, we haven't talked about, um, in between her abductions, when they let him back into their life, essentially, and he starts talking about therapy- that he needs to do. Oh, so this is when he's banging them. This is as he's banging mom, has a relationship with mom, and oh. as he's getting handies from dad, this. This is what this See, is the, what's happening the, too. Okay, I, I there's so much stuff that happens that I, I think I just forget in the timeline. The timeline? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all ha- like that's a busy day. <laughs> what what does he tell the parents that his therapy is? First and foremost. Isn't it with the church? He goes to, like, their church and is like, Hi, I'm very clearly obsessed with Jan. Like, everyone knows this. You know, I married her. They said no. Haha, <laughs> funny. Went to jail for a few <laughs> days. It's fine. Um, but according to him, when he was getting therapy from the church, they told him that if he was, like, obsessed with Jan, he, like, had to spend more time with her? No. What was it? It was almost like he was saying he needed exposure therapy or something like that. And that like to be the, around her more often. Yeah, so he could get the over only his way. Obsession. Yeah, the only way to get over it was to to spend more time with her or something like that. That's what he told the parents. I I mean I want to say that I highly doubt the church or any type of authority would tell him that, but I have no idea. I have no idea to be honest. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I no. mean, he's lied about a bajillion other things. So like, well, yeah, he's exactly. Surprisingly lies about this. So like, I don't buy it. I'm thinking the church probably didn't say that. But either way, parents bought it. Yeah, that's all that really matters at the end of the day is that the parents yeah. bought oh, it. Yeah, oh, the church said it. Well, I guess you're gonna... Here's our daughter. Yeah. Do you want us to shower her before or after? Oh. You know? I'm sorry. But, like, <laughs> they were basically, like, pimping their daughter out to her at that point. Yeah, but instead of money, they were getting their own pimping. Except they also had to pay. Yeah. Yeah, they had to pay to pimp their daughter. 
I don't know if I have any other juicy notes other than like scathing remarks about the documentary, like how cavalier people were seeing and everyone seemed so chill when they shouldn't have been so chill for some of it. I don't know. Maybe like some of it just has to do with how long ago some of this happened for the characters. And honest, not, oh, I just said characters. I did not mean to say characters. <laughs> it feels because it feels like a show. Uh, I know. It's like so fucking, how the fuck anyone could just like let this happen to their daughter it can't be it doesn't feel like it can be real just the lack of it feels very written yeah and predictable i think some of that has to do with the documentary itself too though and like Mm. i don't remember if i knew about this case before i watched I mean, I'd probably heard about it because I listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, but I don't have a specific memory of it before watching this documentary. And so just the way that it's shaped in my mind is very dramatic and and very much based on how it was presented on Netflix, essentially, which is probably not the best way to ingest things like that. Well, and so there's conspiracies, too. Oh, yeah, we haven't even gotten to your conspiracies column yet. There's only four points, and really it pans out to about... It pans out to two conspiracies, basically. Okay, I'm ready. So, I think this one... I don't fully remember, but I think this one involves that church psychologist that he saw, right? That Mm -hmm. were like... I don't buy it. Like, I don't think, like, anyone would, like, actually recommend that therapy for him and stuff. The FBI agent, his name is, is Welsh... The FBI agent did at one point confirm that he did see uh, a psychologist. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's the church one, if it's a different one, because I think he, like, went... Because he did also go to a mental institution for, like, another, like, 10 days or something like that. He also got released from that for good behavior. Okay. So it might be a psychologist there, not actually a church one. It might have been a psychologist at that mental health institution that recommended exposure therapy. And the FBI agent did confirm the existence of the psychologist. And from what I read on Reddit, apparently it was confirmed that the psychologist that he supposedly saw even had their license revoked in California. So it's highly possible he actually did get that diagnosis. I think regardless, he would have found a way to get in there, but that totally would have solidified it and, like, well, that given him like, an that excuse. That would have flown by, like, authorities even in some cases, right? Yeah. Like, even if the parents had reported it, like, suddenly had a snap to realization, hey, none of this is okay, you want to touch our daughter more, like, calling the authorities, like, even then, a doctor's note from a registered psychologist that it recommends that therapy, like... Yeah. It probably would have flown in some... I mean, it probably would have been supervised or whatever, but, like, it still would have been exposure. Yeah. That's, so that's uh, one conspiracy. That's so messed up. Now, there's a conspiracy that his brother was equally as involved. Like, oh. that his brother was helping him oh, throughout I, all of this. I mean, you know how I feel about his brother already. Oh, yeah. So. Brother is creepy. Brother is, like, validating behavior. His brother is like, yeah, his, it, all throughout this documentary, his brother is almost, it seems like he's trying to justify it almost. Yeah, constantly and brushing it off. Like, 
he does a good job of minimizing. Making it not a big deal, basically. Yeah. Okay, so what? He hung out with a kid. Okay, so like, you know, the girl was like in love with him. Like they were in love, whatever. Like he like does a good job of like minimizing what his brother has done. When they got married in the first place, he had like, his brother had called him to convince the family and he obviously tried to convince the family. Apparently, his brother had a copy of, or even maybe some other alien tapes. So he just knew everything. Yeah. And Jan, apparently later on, said that there was two voices for the aliens. Oh, creepy. So his brother could have been actively involved. Oh, I would not be surprised. And got no repercussion. It would be very brazen of him to go on the documentary after, but he could just be that kind of dude. And like, obviously... Oh, easy. He's already gotten away with it. Like, Like, nobody thinks it. Based off of his attitude during his interview segments in that documentary, he, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like he really thinks it's that big of a deal, or, like, it's his brother, so whatever, you know? Like, all that stuff you said earlier, like, that comes across when he's being interviewed. And it just seems like he really doesn't give a shit up until the point that it actually affects him and his brother. What? Yeah. Yeah, yuck. I think, personally, the dad also had a relationship with him. Like, I don't think it was just, like, you know, a couple homie handjobs. Like, no. every no. now and then. I think it was, like, a full-on... With the shit that he let him get away with and the shit that he, like, didn't follow up on and just kind of accepted and whatnot, I think he also had a relationship with him. When you watch the documentary, when looking at their faces when they talk about him... Yeah. They were, like, all in love with him. It It is almost like... The, a sparkle, almost. Yeah. Like, it's, there's, it's like, weird. life in their yeah. eyes when they it's talk weird. about him. And, like, almost apathy when they talk about, like, the bad things that he's done. Except for Jan. I will say, like, Jan at the end was, like, really strong. Like, she's, like, very vocal about what happened to her. Worked with, like, other girls to also bring up allegations against him. That's how, like, he even was going to be jailed. She's been, like, really active about it. And, like, this is something fucking horrible that happened to me. I don't want it to happen to anyone else kind of way. Jan, like, went fucking boss on it yeah um really scummy of her mom to sell a book about it Real scummy. oh yeah did we ever end up finishing that train of thought too mom mommy wrote a book about it and made money off of her daughter's abductions and her daughter having everything done to her mentally and physically by a pedophile and she just let it happen and had a relationship with a man and then decided hey i'm gonna write a book and make money thanks daughter love your drama i have like a curiosity too about what perspective that book is written from like i want to read it but i don't want to give her money right like i don't want anyone to profit off of that but i'm intensely curious about what the actual words written in this book are you know (laughs) yeah exactly yeah some other notes uh mom wasn't getting it from dad so she got it from b it's one of my notes yep yeah i mean pretty much which i think is pretty clear um, dad said divorcing was the worst day of his life. Yeah, okay, I also have a similar note. My note says, mine's a little long, but it says, also, dad says worst thing 
he ever did was cheat on his wife by giving a handjob, but not letting a molester sleep in the same bed as his daughter for six fucking months. I like that you and I both went down the same line of rage with that <laughs> and both made like, it's such a small part. All he said was cheating on my wife and getting divorced was the worst day of my life. The worst yeah. experience of my life. That's it. Yeah. It's like one line, yeah. right? Like one line in the entire like hour and a half long documentary. And both of us went in on it. Because it makes no sense. It just has... I can't even talk. Like Because it's, it's so angering. It's so frustrating. Are you fucking kidding me? You let all this shit happen to your daughter. And you're like, but the cheating though. Actually, the whole point of this documentary is what is the worst thing I've ever done. And not... This, is, uh, this whole case, this whole situation is just like... How to tell your parents don't care about you 101. Like, is what kind it feels of? Like. And, and the fact that... Jan herself now has still a relationship with her parents. Like, she is the strongest person. Strongest woman ever. Ever. Man, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> she like, has, what the actual yeah. fuck? And gaslit out of her, like, mind, dude. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. what the hell? She has to be, like, she has to have superhuman critical thinking skills at this point in her life, you know? So that's one of the points. Uh, he uh, told her, <laughs> he told her to have a baby before she turned 16, comma, like you. I have, um, in all capitals, WTF, part of his therapy, so gullible, and then underneath, from a little <laughs> bit later, just in all scribbly capitals, is this real? Oh, I have, was boning the mom and daughter at the same eight-month mark, like what? And then, when he was released from jail after 10 days of being a pedophile, he opened a family fun center. Yeah, no one saw maybe an issue with that. I have another note that just says, her mom let her go live with him. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that's all my notes. I think that's pretty much all of mine too. Other than, yeah, most of my notes ended up just being about how much I actually hated the the framing of the documentary. And like, because like I couldn't figure (laughs) out as I was watching... Are they just showing us? Is the point just to show us how blind these people were? Like, I, I couldn't yes. figure it. I couldn't figure out. Or maybe it didn't have a point. I think they just wanted I drama. I think they just yeah. wanted... I think, honestly, they heard the story. Quite honestly, I'm being 100% here. I think they yeah. heard what happened. They thought the parents made such fucking dumb decisions that it's almost comedic. Like, how much they let him get away with and everything that they, like, contributed themselves with their own relationships with him and stuff is honestly so preposterous that it is comedic. What happened to her is not funny. What they did is not funny. But it's so preposterously comedic that I think they were like, we have to make a movie about this. That's all I got, though. I think that's pretty much all I got, too. We we went through, like, a good... You remembered a lot more of that timeline. Dude, the weed, man. It just, like, brought it out of me. Like, memories <laughs> just came flowing. If other people want to find you or your stuff, where should people go looking on the internet? Oh, me. Yeah, you. Um, because, you know, there's so many other people here. Um. Oh, yeah, sorry. Actually, you're right. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking oh, to you. A- this other person over here. Oh, okay. I get it. I was trying to think of a name, but I can't think of a name, so... We're That's just okay. All I could think of was my cat. Um. <laughs> yes, it's right. I was speaking to <laughs> Ryan. my cat. It makes sense, dude. I'm gonna start an Instagram just for him. He's such a I guess. Model. I guess Riley's home. I could have pretended I was talking to my husband, but... <laughs> No, that's too easy. <laughs> um, twitch.tv slash vlog or 
twitter.com slash vlog. Actually, both. Both. Both Both is good. Both is good. And I really don't do anything other than... I guess I have another podcast that I do. If you want to hear more of my voice, perhaps talking about horror movies, I am also on the Tremble podcast, which comes out every Wednesday. And I think, I think it's pushed to most podcast apps, but otherwise... Uh, there's a website somewhere out there. I don't know it right now, so if this gets published with notes, I'll put it in the notes. And if you're listening to this in a car, then too fucking bad. You're just gonna have to try and remember when you get home. But also, please be safe. Oh yeah, that too. (laughs) Bless you. I'm allergic to driving distracted. (laughs) 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 Yeah, dude, I'm allergic to it. Don't do it. I can't use my brain well enough to counter <laughs> this argument. Nice, I win. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll send you my PayPal later. That's not allowed. Not allowed. You can't let your partner win arguments. You're right, I don't. <laughs>